Well, 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 Defense Minister Harjit Sijan has uh, pulled out of a fundraising campaign. It was originally, it was an event that was set up for the veterans of Afghanistan. He was supposed to speak at the 8th annual To Stand and Back event tonight. But the organizer, Sherry Elliott, says that she, uh, she was told a scheduling conflict had arisen and the defense minister would not be able to attend. Holy crap. First of all, you say it's a mistake mm-hmm. instead of saying I lied. I misspoke. I made something up, and now you're saying I have a conflict? And and that's the problem. The scandal now is taking over, and it's going to be harder and harder for him to do his job. And people uh, call for uh, ministers to step down for far worse things, and then they never step down. So I always sort of feel like it's a little bit of political theater when the opposition says, oh, he needs to step down, he needs to resign. But we're already watching it becoming harder for him to do his job because of the lie he told. Listen, what you have to do when something happens, everybody who is in PR knows this, is you have to jump out in front of it. Uh, As soon as it happens, you have to say, sorry, Here's what I did. I fully acknowledge why I did it, what I did, which we haven't heard exactly why he did it. You own it. And then you apologize and then you hopefully move on. But he still hasn't told us why he said what he said, which was that, you know, the George Costanza, I'm an architect. <laughs> um, by the way, the, here's the update on this. The Senate Senate Ethics Committee is recommending that disgraced uh, Senator Don Meredith be expelled. This will be the first time ever a senator's been expelled for engaging in sexual relationship with a teenage girl. The first such recommendation in the history of that chamber. And basically they go on to say, listen, his presence in the chamber would in itself discredit the institution. Kids book or no kids book, I say. Get thee gone. At which point, don't you think he should be like right now uh, FaceTiming live and saying, you know what, I'll save you the trouble. I'm just going to walk away. I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah. Maybe he's just seen so many other senators get away with so many other scandals. He thought he could get walk with this one. But they seem to have drawn a line in the sand here with, yeah, having sex with underage girls. Yes. Yes. That seems to be the line. Um, oh, this is interesting. Uh, the union representing 11,000 TTC workers in Toronto warning about a possible job action. They're meeting today or tomorrow, I believe, the uh, union and the heads of the TTC to talk about uh, what they should do because th- they want their uh, union unionized workers to wear protective masks if they wish. That is what they're hoping for. And they say, you know, it's not going to go well. If the TTC does not agree to it, I'm just paraphrasing here, but uh, apparently there's this video going around that it looks pretty damaging as far as the air quality is uh, concerned on the TTC. And it was up on YouTube and it shows medical uh, particles uh, sticking to one of those little, you know, like a Swiffer, a Swiffer wipe. Mm-hmm. And they cleaned the vents with it. Have a listen. This is from Global this News. This is all the dust. So this dust is actually metal filings. The metal particulates that are in here is actually grabbing the magnet. And this is actually from the dirty vent just above the guard operator. Yeah, I have to admit, that looks kind of scary. Yeah, so he's got a magnet that he's running over a dirty, like, Swiffer napkin, Swiffer Mm -hmm. sheet, or whatever it happens to be, a Kleenex, whatever. And he's running the magnet over it, and it's actually picking the magnet up. 
because the magnet's not just covered in dust, but the metal particulates that are in the air down there. One of the union reps says, you know, they want the TTC to clean it up. They've been complaining about air quality underground for years. And if it's not solved, we're going to have a labor disruption. I, I, We should have grabbed some of the audio from, I think it was Friday, Chris. We had this great caller who works for the TTC. And he was, I felt for him because he said, you know, we have been talking about the poor quality uh, in uh, air quality in the garages at the TTC for years. And he was really worried about his health. And you know what I said? Hey, I hear you, brother. Like, you can't, I mean, you need to work in a safe environment. That That is just, that's the reality of uh, uh, the very, that's the very first thing that your employer owes you. And then the second is a paycheck. Maybe they're both actually in line. But you have to work in a safe environment. So I feel for you. I feel for you. Hey, listen to this. Um, The nominations came out for the Tony Awards. And the reason why I'm talking about this with you is not because I think all of you are are theater buffs. But, you know, I think we have something to be pretty proud of. Come from away is uh, leading contenders in, uh, in the Tony honors. They were nominated for seven Tonys in New York City today. Come From Away tells the story of when uh, 38 planes and thousands of passengers were diverted to the tiny community of Gander, Newfoundland and the surrounding towns. The people were welcomed off the planes by the people here and they gave them everything they possibly could. The generosity in this story that happens in Newfoundland really rhymes with what it was like to be in New York on 9-12 and following. New Yorkers were their best self at that moment. Yeah, Come From Away debuted here. It was a Mervish production, I believe, and then it moved on down to Broadway, which is quite a feat. And Kevin Spacey will host the show at Radio City Music Hall in New York City on June the 11th. So that's something to be proud of. That's one of the shows I missed. I really hope it comes back to Toronto. I kind of vaguely recall it might be coming back to Toronto for another little bit of a run. Uh, Did you hear about this Delta pilot? Grabbed and smacked a woman after a fight erupted as the uh, passengers were disembarking an Atlanta flight on the 21st of April. Apparently, I mean, the women are behaving appallingly. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I wouldn't know what to do if they're I was like live. A, in the gangway there between the plane and the airport. Yeah. And for some reason, they're fighting. And one of them actually sits on the other woman. And a pilot's getting off the plane last. And he basically grabs one woman and smacks her in the arm before stepping back. Now, he has... Uh, this is interesting. He was removed from duty after they were made aware of the uh, Delta was made aware of the scuffle. But he's since been uh, returned to work because their investigate investigation revealed that his actions actually de-escalated the altercation between passengers, which after viewing the video, I say, what? Because they still continued to fight. That's when the lady <laughs> sat on the other lady. Yeah. It was sort of like the guy that sat on the woman's feet. It's sort of like the TTC. It's like less. Uh, right, the woman, or the woman who sat feet? on the guy's yeah. feet. Yeah, it's, it's de-escalating a little bit, not actually fully de-escalated the, the situation. Maybe it would have been better if you just sort of grabbed her and said, get a hold of yourself, woman. Good but- God, <laughs> have you no class? <laughs> but there's another fight. There's a video of a uh, Japanese flight where two guys are fighting in the... Th- in the seat, so this plane. Really? Yeah. What were they fighting over? Fight. I, I I don't know. I've seen the video at this point uh, just uh, come up, but apparently it was a, an American guy. I'm just reading Japan Today report. I want the ten thousand dollars <laughs> to get off. No, I want the ten thousand dollars to get off. A forty-four-year-old American was charged with assault after he allegedly choked an ANA employee on the plane Monday night. So wow. Yeah. That's 
That's uh, something the, else. Yeah, no, it's uh, pretty uh, extreme times in the air. You brought up Japan, so I have a Japanese-related Just story Just like here. that. You yeah. know, I, I say Japan, you say... Coca-Cola. Wow. They have spiked their uh, pop with dietary fiber, but only in Japan. They've launched Coca-Cola Plus in Canada Dry Plus. And basically, it's calorie-free and sugar-free, but loaded with dietary fiber. I guess they're marketing it, they say, to uh, over 40 crowd who need the fiber. Just eat a fig for the love of peace. <laughs> so you're going to have yourself a Coca-Cola. You're going to get that little bit of a pick-me-up. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you got to sit down for a while. Yeah, exactly. It's a pick-me-up, so you can sit down. <laughs> Apparently, they've been doing this for a while in Japan. There's a tea with added fiber. It's been available for the last three years in Japan. And it is this attempt to healthify products that are you know otherwise would not be considered healthy but it doesn't always make it so good for you i i just i don't know i don't (laughs) chewy pop (laughs) i don't drink a lot of coca-cola but i don't think i would drink it more if it was high in fiber fiber is great for you but if you're having your leafy greens you probably don't need to stock up on the metamucil i uh i tried a little bit of the metamucil last year oh yeah. yeah and I did. Well, it works. <laughs> <laughs> did you take the emodium? No. Okay. No, no, no. It. I'm just saying it works. It's just a bit of a chore, you know? <laughs> you Mixing it up it every up morning. And, yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I'll just eat my leafy greens and be done with it. If you Too much information?